on Adult Swim's Sunday special. A very special Lucy, the daughter of the devil. Hey, I just want to say sorry about calling so late last night. Mm -hmm. But I drank four uh, apple teenies. And, uh, Dad, I can't really talk right now. But you ever had one there? Because they're delicious. No. Fresh apple. No. Apple vodka. No. Apple schnapps. No. Celebrate specialness with Lucy, the daughter of the devil. Sunday at 11.45 on Adult Swim. Welcome back to Owls Only, an Adult Swim podcast. I'm your host, Bryce Hope, and service is not about speed. It's about power. And I'm here, here I'm with my... At, at, yeah. Shut up. Okay. And I'm Alex. <laughs> I was just going to say Alex at the start as soon as you press record, but... Um, that's such a, that was one of my favorite jokes in this when... Um, oh, off to a great start. There we go. When... Um, <laughs> When Jesus was just like, like, he's just like, service is not about speed, it's about power. And then, like, Judas is like, oh, that's so deep, man. Just and like, nothing. it's it's just absolute fucking nonsense. Um, So we're talking about Lucy, Daughter of the Devil. This is part two of our Lauren Bouchard miniseries in, like, a lead up to the Bob's Burgers movie. And um, it's a good show. It is a very good show. We watched this one in college. Yes, we did. Um, this is probably, this is like the biggest departure tonally from like any other of Lauren Bouchard's works. Especially like, I think Bob's Burgers, um, which is an amazing show that I love. But I do think one thing that Bob's Burgers does that they've actually said, they've said they did, they do this. Is that they, they've made it a lot more like kid friendly as it goes on. Where Bob's Burgers is much more of like a family show that says like, kind of pg-13 things sometimes yeah whereas this was like dark as shit and like there's funny as hell it was funny <laughs> there's still that um there's still that kind of like lauren bouchard like h don benjamin humor at the center of it but i think this was like a huge departure tonally because like a lot of this was just like straight up horror yeah like There's all definitely like horror themes at least yeah like all the stuff with like the um with like the school for girls and like the fucking worms underneath this the um the, the priest's skin and oh, yeah, shit yeah, yeah that was that was fucking sick and in the later half of the show though yeah i think they do do mess with it in the first half though with like lucy's like dog and stuff telling her date to kill himself and That's stuff true. like that yeah, yeah. oh so um i'm gonna get into the show but before I do that, I want to do um, two segments that we haven't really done in a long time. But the first one we've only done once. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to recap animation domination for you. Um, yeah, go for it. <laughs> so there was a special animation domination. There was no Bob's Burgers. Instead, they had um, an episode of Housebroken. Um, so the hell's that? It's a show about – it's like a show about pets in group therapy. Oh, you told me about this. I'll get into, I'll get into it when I get there. But um, – so, first episode was The Simpsons, and it was a quarantine episode. They did the quarantine episode um, three years after quarantine. Um, oh, oh! I thought you were for a second. I was like, oh, is so there a rerun? No, 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 no. It was, it was a like they did a quarantine episode. Um, I oh. actually, I actually think it was kind of funny. It was like um, the like the main plot was that um, Maggie can't stop putting ranch dressing on everything, and Flanders has like a super fortified basement full of like 
everything and so like homer and marge have to steal ranch dressing from flanders and like because like what the quarantine was it's not like covid it's like these caterpillars and stuff that just like swarm the town and then okay i don't know like lisa lisa gets like shrunken down and hangs out with her malibu stacy's or like she imagines that because she's like stressed out about like quarantine and like bart and like his friends helps uh, Bart and his friends like help Skinner get rid of like this relative that's staying in his house, and they do it over Zoom and stuff. Like whatever, it was it was fine. That's a, I mean, yeah, it's probably a little dated at this point. Yeah, it wasn't fun. bad. Um, I think it would be really funny if it came out in like 2021. Um, yeah, I haven't thought about quarantine in like two years. Fucking. Um, so then was the Great North, and I'm gonna be honest, I kind of was on my phone for most of that episode. I. Th- think what was going on was there was like a um because like the characters in that show are like bob's burgers but they were alaskan fishers and show so the episode was about like a fish vending machine i think and they were trying to like stop the fish vending machine and then it was like a like a cover up for like them selling illegal shit over the ocean or something like that Um, okay (laughs) and there was also like there was also firefighters involved in the b plot i wasn't paying attention to that sounds more like an american dad episode (laughs) there was firefighters involved um and then there's family guy and the family guy one was oh yeah so family guy is that was it was the season finale the season 21 finale and these last two episodes they've been doing an arc where meg um gets married to a guy in russia and starts living in russia because uh because she's hot there that's like the actual reason why and um jesus christ so this episode was about like meg in russia and then chris and principal shepherd were shooting pornos inside the school and um so that was just like the two plots that there. actually sounds funny <laughs> yeah and then at the end meg comes back to america because um her husband was just trying to get like a green card visa so you could get into america and then but there's also like a plot device where if you criticize russia they shoot you with poison darts and so meg after finding out this guy is going to like just he calls her like an american pig so she takes his phone american cow i think she takes his phone and just starts tweeting like um i don't think putin's body is all that impressive i don't think red tracksuits are that great and he just gets like murdered by the russian secret police um and then on to the last show of the night was housebroken the therapy pets show and Oh fuck! Um, what was going on in Housebroken? I think they got a ha- they got like the owners got the two main dogs a new doghouse, and they let they let the raccoon throw a party in it. But then the raccoon got taken to the woods because um he got caught by animal control, and there was like another subplot where like this um bitch cat like gets shaved and becomes like a hairless cat and then like falls in love with another hairless cat and then has to um What do you mean by bitch cat? She was just like her character <laughs> is just that she's like a snooty bitch. Okay. She's like a Persian or something. Her character is just okay, that she's like okay. a bitch. And so she falls in love with like this other hairless cat and they have to um and then she has to like conceal the fact that she's actually not like a hairless not a hairless cat. Um, that that's actually funny. <laughs> and then there's also a plot with the cat that's voiced by um, Norville from Velma. He's like a fat orange fucker, and he starts like living with this. Oh, he like switches owners to like his first owner and his own. And that guy has like a fucking dude tied up in the basement that he's torturing and stuff. And shit, like it's it's an interesting show. But like Housebroken is very interesting to me because it doesn't follow like the molds of a lot of animated cartoons in the sense that. 
I mean, there's two main characters with the two main dogs, but everyone else, like, their plotline changes out based on the episode. So, like, there's a Corgi, who's, like, my favorite character on the show, and she's, like, really fucking funny, but she did not do anything in this episode. Because sometimes, like, they'll just switch out which side characters yeah, get just, to have a plot. Need them. Yeah, they'll, they'll switch out which side characters get to have a plot, which I think that's interesting. Like I think, uh, I think it's an interesting way to run your show. They, ju- I think they just introduced their sideshow Bob a couple months ago. Um, I think. What do you mean by that? Like a like a like a villain like recurring funny like, villain like a villain that they set up will probably come back. Okay. Like, um, does Family Guy have one? Does, I guess the giant chicken. I was gonna say the chicken with the the monkey's not a villain. He's just Bert- he's a gag. Bertram, fucking Stewie's brother, Bertram, voiced by the dinosaur from Toy Story. Okay, so I'm being honest with you. I have no idea what you're talking about. You don't, you don't remember Bertram, <laughs> no. dude, from the class what seasons. Like, um, so I, the big ones I remember are um, the one where he's just like in Peter's nutsack, and like Stewie's in there too because he's trying to stop them from having a kid, and he like meets the meets Bertram and stuff, and they get into like zero, a fight. Zero idea. And then there's another one where him Bertram. Because Bertram eventually turns into a real person after Peter donates sperm. So it's like him, Bertram, and Brian go back in time with to like and they meet like Leonardo da Vinci, who who's just like who's just like the adult Stewie design, but like with Leonardo da Vinci hair. And it's <laughs> and, and like Bertram's no, trying to I have kill no him. Idea what you're you, talking you don't you don't know Bertram, the main I'm so serious. The main villain of Family Guy back to the multiverse for PS3 and Xbox 360. No, I've never played I it. I spit on you. Okay, dude. <laughs> um so, yeah, I think the chicken. Uh, fuck, what about James Woods? James Woods might be that too. Yeah. Um, anyways, so we're talking about Lucy Daughter of the Devil. Yeah. Um <laughs> So we watched the original pilot first because there's an original pilot and there's like the real pilots on like streaming and is this the show stream? I don't know if the show's streaming or not. It might be. It's on streaming and it's on like um the DVD and stuff. But the original pilot has two differences. Um oh a couple different. It has some different scenes and stuff. But the two big ones are um like Lucy instead of being voiced by Melissa from Home Movies she's now she's voiced by a woman named Jessie Klein I looked her up she's done a bunch of like um just general like comedy stuff her like biggest role is that she's like a she's like a main character on Big Mouth I think um just like basic like comedy stuff like that and um and also, they have the intro for that episode is H. John singing Maneater in, like, his high, like his falsetto voice. Yeah, I couldn't remember that. that like, w- I didn't remember that, and that's when I realized we were watching something different. <laughs> yeah. That, um, this is also another Adult Swim show that does different openings, because I love when Adult Swim shows have different openings for every episode. Um, like, this does it, Perfect Hair Forever does it, Gamuseru does it. There are other examples that I'm not remembering. Oh, I mean, Aqua Teen does it at the end on, like, a season-by-season basis, so they change each intro of the season. But, like, I just love that trope when Adult Swim does it where they make their intro for every episode different. Yeah, it's fun. It is fun. I love it. But um, I this is also – this is kind of, like, a big – this, you can kind of tell in the music of this show that this is very much without the Brendan Small influence. Because the Brendan Small influence on home movies, there's a lot of, like, 
heavy guitar in home movies and a lot of like electric guitar and yeah, stuff I like that. Yeah, I didn't notice much of that with this. I this, think about it, but now that you mention it. This is a lot closer to the Bob's Burgers style with just like the ukulele and H. John doing like his falsetto voice. Yes. Because like half of Bob's, half of all Bob's Burgers songs are H. John doing the same voice that he does for like every intro in this show. And they also have the keyboard, like, in the first episode, I think later on, too, Satan has, like, the same keyboard that Gene has that makes the exact same, like, that very stock, like, dog barking sound and, like, the little, like, Casio keyboard, like, little stuff, like, the little musical notes, which yeah. is what is, like, replaces the Fox fanfare in the Bob's Burgers movie. Sorry. Um... But yeah, so they do that. They, they, it's very, I think musically, this is a lot closer to what Bob's Burgers is than what um, Home Movies was. Because Home Movies is like, Home Movies is very Metalocalypse or like more like Doomstar or Galacticon y in its um, like music, whereas this is much more that like Bob's Burgers style. Yeah, at one point they even had Satan voiced by Bob playing, uh, playing the ukulele. Yeah, exactly. Like it's just it's so. This is also um, another H. John, another Lauren Bouchard, I said voiced by Bob. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I meant another by H. John. another Lauren Bouchard show that stars H. John Benjamin is one of the main characters because he's he's the son and Doctor Katz. Um, I'm sure he's in Science Court. Um, he's obviously McGurk and Jason in Home Movies, and he's Satan. And Judas and one of the fathers. So he is Judas. Okay, yes. that's what I thought. He's Satan and Judas and one of the fathers in this. Um, so a big thing that people talk about with H. John Benjamin Ooh, is... Wait. Go ahead. You forgot from the pilot that didn't have uh, Mary. Sister Mary. Oh, yes, yes. They did not have Sister Mary in that pilot. They just, they just had like a random like guy with an eye patch that just like didn't speak. Yeah. Um fucking this is a what is it oh it's talking about um h john benjamin and like this show so a big thing about h john benjamin is um his people people who are wrong and stupid say that he has no versatility but i think that couldn't be farther from the truth because i think that even when he's using like his normal voice people say that yeah every every voice is distinct like i think eight i think mcgurk bob and archer like they have the same voice but they sound nothing alike I I get what you mean. I it's 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 he's because he's a good actor. Yeah, he's a good actor. He, he puts his he puts personality into his into his vote into his voice. I think that um here he probably sounds closest. I think this is as closest to like Archer. I would say. I agree. Like this, and when he plays the master in Venture Brothers, those are kind of like his Archer voice. Whereas like the McGurk and Bob voices are very different. But um, also speaking of Archer. The only time probably a show has ever been referenced in another TV show is um, there's an episode of Archer where they go to the Vatican and <laughs> Lana asks Archer if he did any preparation. And he's like, yeah, I just watched all of Lucy, Daughter of the Devil. And like, that's all he, and he's like, it's like vastly underrated or something like that's that. That's funny as fuck. Yeah, I think that's the only time they reference, like, I think I, the only time another show references Lucy. But um, That's cool. Yes, it is. So let's see, go through my um, fucking notes here. I, the second I knew this show was going to be for, like, the second I knew this show was good was in, like, the first episode when Satan is just, like, fucking, like, the um, Lucy's mom who we never actually meet. And she's, like, hooves, hooves, and just, like, shit like that. It's so, it's like, funny. 
because it's this is in the first like minute of the show. Yeah, it's such like a thing that's in you know because like Lauren Bouchard said that this this entire show is inspired by his love of like seventies like horror movies and a lot of those are based out of like you know nuns and satan and like demon babies and shit like that which is like what a lot of this show is based out of yeah and i think it's so funny like it's such a good adult swim twist on that like you take something that's like you know something horrifying in like most horror movies like a woman having sex with the devil to like make the antichrist and you just make it about like awkward bad sex i think that's (laughs) such it's like he's Sorry, you finished that. No, it's such a perfect encapsulation of, like, what, of kind of, like, the Adult Swim style of just, like, taking these tropes and just, like, just being genuinely, like, funny with them and, like, how it would actually be in that scenario. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, that's a funny-ass scene. At one point, he, like, at one point, she's like, no, 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 it's fine. He's like, I'm gonna go get a glass of water. And he just, like, gets up and leaves. Yeah, he just, like, gets up and leaves. (laughs) Um... On my notes here is, I think on the, because there's a scene where they're on like a plane, like the priests are on a plane in the first episode, and they talk about um, Legally Blonde 2. I bring this up because apparently James Urbaniak is in that movie. I think it's Legally Blonde 2. I'm not 100% who, who sure. He voiced in this. No, he's not in this. He's oh, okay. um he's Dr. Venture. But apparently, oh, okay. apparently he plays like a scientist or something in that movie. But um, a scientist in Legally Blonde 2? Apparently. I haven't seen that movie in like 10 years. Um... Anyways, so also I think in the pilot that they pitch um, Satan's voice down, I think they also might pitch it down a little bit for the entire show because it does seem like a little bit like distorted and um, like deeper than H. John normally goes. I didn't catch that. I th- I, I really you heard watch it, a lot more H. John than me though. I really heard it in the first episode and there are certain parts I could hear it throughout the rest of the series, but it's also possible that they are just like very slightly fucking with the audio throughout the whole show because this show fucks with the visuals and the audios a lot. Yeah, it's very distorted. It's very distorted. It's very like trippy and like creepy and um this thing does the show does something that the early Metalocalypse episodes did, where they have like the black bars on the top and bottom, even though it's technically four by three. Oh yeah, yeah. And they use that because in Metalocalypse, it's just like always like that, and they never like break it. But like in this show, they use that for really good effect because like when they want something creepy to happen, like Lucy's dog telling him telling her boyfriend to kill himself, like he's his head starts like you know distorting and it comes out of the frame like yeah. it's like a 3d effect like it's coming at you i didn't catch that but no that, that's true and they do that like the whole show where like whenever they want to do something like creepy or like mess with it like they will have the characters come out of like the frame they're supposed to be in and come like at you which i think is fucking awesome the show is a lot different i didn't realize that it was even a lauren bouchard show honestly until you started talking about it in preparation for this yeah like i knew it had h john in it but it's good it is just it's a lot different from home movies and bob's burgers it's so different because like um, there was almost a lot of home movies and bob's burgers they share like similar themes too they share with like um there's a lot of like there's like a both shows have, like, a group of, like, three kids that are always up to stuff, and it's about, like, you know, people being poor and stuff like that. It's about, like, creativity, like, Brendan's creativity with, like, his movies and, like, Bob's creativity with, like, his burgers and stuff like that. And they're, like, those those two shows share a lot of, like, thematic similarities, and there really isn't too much of that here. A lot of it... Yeah. 
this show is very much it's almost kind of like a cross between obviously both these shows came after this show but um it reminded me a lot of both your pretty face is going to hell and of course little demon yeah when that i was came gonna out. say that i was gonna say that because like both of those shows are really good in their own right yes your pretty face is going to hell is a lot about like satan's business dealings, which this is also about too and it's also where a lot of the like in the horror direction that they just like in the direction they said decide to go with the horror, a lot of it feels you're pretty face like. Yeah, like when he's like fucking with them in their dreams and stuff. Like that yeah. feels like a you're pretty face gag. Also, this is um another Adult Swim Satan because there are many many Adult Swim Satans. I know there's like the two like there's this one and there's the one and your pretty face is going to hell. There's fucking Alfred Molina and Rick and Morty. Um, he's Doc Ock. Doc Ock plays the devil nice, in Rick and Morty. Cool. Um, it's the episode with the, um... The shack? Yeah. Not the shack. The yeah. Shop, the shop. Yeah, the little shop. He plays... Doc Ock plays the devil. Um... I never knew that. That's cool. Yeah. Fuck. There are so many Adult Swim devils. Like, Satan... They never show Satan in Aqua Team, but he's always off screen. And there's, like... There's a Satan in Space Ghost, and it's just, like, an image of Yogi Bear they added a bunch of bullshit to. <laughs> um... <laughs> That's funny. Uh, oh god, there's so I'm sure there's like there's like Satan's and Family Guy and stuff and there's 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 got to be yeah, there's the Antichrist and American Dad. Like there's so so many adults from Satan's. This is the like Antichrist a, and American Dad's fucking hilarious. I love the Antichrist and American Dad. This is a, but this is another um this is another adult swim Satan. But um but yeah, this Wait. show go, you got something? Yeah, this shows it's this is going to be like an interest like a stupid comment, but like this show is just a show where like things happen. Like it feels like like, the show progresses, the plot progresses, but it feels like the writers just wanted to, like, reference stuff. Yeah. Which is cool. It's just, it it, it does depart from, like, the creative theme that you're talking about that yeah. home movies and Bob's Burgers have. A lot, of the, a lot of the show is about, like, the two main things the show is about is, like, Satan's business dealings with, like, his, like, Chili's-style restaurant that they're always at. And, like, the dildo... Relationship with his daughter. Yeah, the dildo factory. Another thing, too, is him trying to kill... um trying to kill Jesus. Like those are the two those are the two big like threads of the plot line. And I also love that whenever him and Jesus get together, they're just they immediately become like best buds. Yeah, they're just buds. Like whenever they get together, they just start hanging out cuz it's so fun. It's it's almost a show about like a dad who like wasn't ready for his daughter to like move on past him, but then he ends up actually really liking her boyfriend. Yeah. Even though he still tries to kill him up to yeah, like the yeah, last but episode. But like but like that's like like if you take away all of the like all, of, all yeah. of the extra stuff, that's what the show's about. Yeah. Um so I this is has an amazing cast. So H. John Benjamin, like I said, plays Satan, he plays Judas, he plays one of the fathers. Um Melissa plays obviously Lucy, and she also they pitch her down so she can play um Becky, the devil's advocate. That's my favorite character. Love Becky. I love Becky. Becky's so funny. Um, they also have Sam Cedar, who's the political commentator guy. Who's um, he's Fenton in Home Movies, and he's Hugo in Bob's Burgers, and he is the senator I was here. Say, he's got to be the senator, right? He's the senator, and he's also um one of the fathers as well. I think the one that doesn't talk as much, like the tall blonde one. Okay. Um, and then of course Eugene Merman who obviously will go on to be Yevgeny and Delocated and Gene on Bob's Burgers. Um, he is uh, the S- Sister Mary, and I think that is literally the entire Wait, cast. Yevgeny? 
Yeah, he's Yevgeny. Nice. Um, because yeah, I fucking love Yevgeny. I think everything Yevgeny says in Delocated is fucking hilarious. Next time we hang out, we need to watch more Delocated. I agree. We, we need could, to do a Delocated episode. Yeah, we need to do a Delocated episode. The two bad cars don't run on vodka. We should do a season by season for that one. Oh, absolutely. I want to do a few of those. I love that show. I fucking love Delocated. And also, here, John, John Glazer. That's the one I was missing. John Glazer plays Jesus. And John Glazer obviously is John for Delocated. He's Neon Joe. He's fucking... Um, Hoop on Stroker and Hoop, or maybe Stroker. I think he's Stroker. He's Stroker on Stroker and Hoop. What accent did Jesus have in this? I, I don't tell. know. It was just like an accent. It was just like vague accent. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what accent he had. Um, they just did a bunch of accents in this show. It was funny. Yeah, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of like Italian accents. I think because a lot of it yeah, is a lot like of the that Pope stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of Pope stuff. There's a lot of that. Um, well, the Pope was German. Yeah, the Pope was German for some reason, which I thought was well, funny. Well, I know the Popes are from different countries, but I don't know who the Pope was when they made this. Yeah, this also, we should say, this is, the pilot aired in 2005, this was a 2007 show. Um, I'm, I'm figuring this out, you talk. So, another <laughs> thing I noticed was that um, the only credits she had, I think, were making the intro sequences, it could be wrong, but Nora Smith is credited in the show as making the intro sequences, and that's interesting because Nora Smith is the daughter of Pete Smith. And if you know who Pete Smith is, he's the guy who's, like, behind, like, half nope. of... he was German. Okay. He's the guy who's behind, like, half of the network's promos at, around this. Up until, like, 2017, Pete Smith. He was, like, co-creator of The Brack Show. He's a big Space Ghost guy. And he just, like, made, like, promo after promo for Adult Swim. And so he's so important to, like, the history of this network that every year they have Pete Smith Day. Where they, cool. But, like, his daughter, Nora, worked on this. And then she follows Lauren over to Bob's Burgers. And she's, like, a major... Creator, creative voice on that show and she's like a huge part of like the writing team and she's stuff with it yeah because she was a huge part of the writing team for the bob's burgers movie oh, cool so on pete smith day typically what they do is they'll play like bob's burgers and um and the brack show with all his different promos in between there because it's sort of like the two because like his kid obviously worked on bob's burgers and he did the brack show so that was very interesting seeing her do like she was did, she did like the title sequences um i didn't see any other like credits from her but i probably could have missed some but the it was title just, sequence on the show is cool yes every title sequence I all of them so fun i love the one with the marshmallows too when they're just like they got the little face on it but um marshmallows there was like the marshmallows and like and they're like burning it you remember those were marshmallows yeah oh they're marshmallows that's my fault <laughs> um but i remember i think it was um someone i I, th I don't know who it was but someone i think it's someone important like an executive said the, they got sold on oh it was someone who picked up bob's burgers it was someone at fox who picked up bob's burgers saying they actually um wanted to get that make a show with him based on this which is interesting apparently um an executive at bob's burgers saw the conversation from this show where um like the devil's like can you get you a size 10 she's like i'm a size six and he's like he's like really and then and then it's too small for, for the rest of the show. Yeah, and that's he's, the funniest part. Of I didn't that. even notice that. I didn't notice it, but they, they like pointed it out. Like oh. one of the characters said something about it. Oh, I'm stupid. I didn't even notice that. No, but no, um, so it's it, like it's like her like boobs are popping out the entire show. Like, yeah, it's like a like a visual gag they do for the whole show. But um, apparently that like that whole like scene was so funny that like one of the um ex fo executives at Fox was like, we need to we need to get like Bob's Burgers going, but um. <laughs> 
Well, you know about like the Bob's Burgers cannibal stuff, right? Well, I was about to say it actually. If you if you know that about Bob's Burgers, this doesn't feel so far out of place. Yes, because I think this was kind of like a bit of like his edgier phase here. I think he said that um because like Adult Swim was so is like was so like entirely edgy at this point that um you really had to have some kind of like big twist like the belchers being cannibals to like really sell your show and that's kind of like where he started from because obviously the original pitch for bob's burgers is that they are cannibals and have you seen the animatic where um it's like bob and linda and that's the same actors and it's like verbatim a scene from the pilot but like they change a few lines and instead of cutting up cow meat they're cutting up people You've told me about it. I it's so funny because like um Bob finds like he finds like a ring for her on like the hand and like a hand they're cutting up and then like Linda to get the she gets like a meat cleaver and like cuts the fingers off and slides the ring off and she's and um and like she sees like a pair of like shoes in like the pile of body parts and takes it out and Bob's like put her feet down and just stuff like that. They like they they reference the cannibal thing in the pilot in the real pilot and then yeah. they never do anything else again. Yeah, because right? it's the pilot is them getting sick of a human flesh. But that's next week's episode. Right. Um it's we just I just want to talk about Bob's burgers so much. But um Well the funniest part about that is that I'm not gonna be on the Bob's burgers episode. Yeah. <laughs> But um I also noticed We're doing a Guardians episode tomorrow, right? Probably. I, mean, I don't know. It depends we'll probably get out pretty late. It depends on what time we get out. All we're, right. We might record one like on Friday or something if you want to. If you want yeah, to stay that, over. No, it'll be fun. Um just so we can have like an emergency one to release while I'm at the beach. Um Okay bet. Fucking so they mentioned a, when G, when Jesus is at the um, Burning Man Festival, they mentioned like a podcast, which is kind of funny because podcasts. I was going to ask you about that. I was like, were they doing podcasts in 2007? That was, it was like right around the genesis of podcasts was when this happened, which was interesting. So then it would have been like hipster bullshit. Yes. Which when, is, which is the made, joke. When they made the reference. Yeah. Um, I absolutely love the backgrounds in this show. I think the backgrounds are amazing. Oh yeah. They're cool. The backgrounds are, um... So a lot of, especially when they're inside, a lot of the backgrounds are, like, just images they take and they distort them to make them look all creepy. Yeah. Like, some of the ones, like, I remember the most are, like, Satan's office, is de- Satan's office, Lucy's apartment, like, everywhere inside. Lucy's apartment is creepy. I love it. It's so creepy. Yeah. It's so, like, it's so empty feeling, too. It really does feel like an apartment you would have, like, in your 20s, but, yeah. like, in a nightmare. Yeah. Um, I feel like the distortion gets worse as the show goes on too, but I don't know if I was just it might be it might that or not. Um, I also the the interior of the school for girls is like all distorted backgrounds, and also like the back room at like the at the Chili's type restaurant with like the um washing machine and stuff. Like that's uh, uh, yeah, that's definitely a real picture that they fucked up with. Um, creepiest thing. Uh, this is not related, but the creepiest thing that they do in the show is the 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 meat version of Lucy. Oh yeah, I hate that the meat <laughs> the meat version of Lucy. That shit was so fucking cool. Um, it was cool, but it was it was it was disgusting. Yeah, it was gross. It was sick. They, it, um, but I also I love the Dildo Factory episode where like um Lucy just enthusiastically talking about how much she loves masturbating. I don't know if she's actually serious or if she's just fucking with him. I read that as her fucking with him. But, but she goes she, so far. But, and she does it for like the entire episode. Yeah, because like she like I, she like shows up. She's like, come on, let me in. Like initially, <laughs> initially I'm like, oh, she's fucking with him, but she goes so, so far with it. Where she like she ends up getting that whole like 
like school killed. The whole group of like little yeah. girls killed. Well, that was a Charlie and the Chocolate Factory reference. Yeah, oh yeah, the um another fucking um Willy Wonka adult another adult swim Willy Wonka episode. Plenty of those. There's the um Fry and the Slurm Factory in Futurama. There's there's the Family Guy one with the Pawtucket hat or whatever. That's like an early one. Like there's the fuck, is there a Rick No, there's not a Rick and Morty one. No, no, I'm, there's I'm kinda surprised there's not. There's Jeff, there's American Dad episode called Jeff and the Dank Ass Weed Factory, where he takes Stan there and Stan gets like mutated. Um, that's that's a great episode. I love Jeff Je- and the Dank Ass. Weed I Factory. love Jeff and the Dank Ass Weed Factory because um, he like he like tricks Stan into going with him. But um, hmm. that's see, funny. So yeah, they do they do the um, they do the Wonka parody. Um, yeah, the openings just so like, good. It was like a two second Wonka parody too. Like it wasn't yeah, even the whole show. It, really, it was it, just a gag. It really didn't stay for too long. Um fucking we got another adult swim teratoma. It's another adults cause like there's so many recurring things they do in adult Has there swim. Been multiple teratomas? Well there the big one is um Jonas Jr. from the Venture Brothers. Is he a teratoma? Yeah. <laughs> Because he's like a teratoma that comes out, but it's like a full, that's, like a full guy. That's funny. I'm pretty sure they do one on Family Guy too with Peter. Like Peter has like the little Peter head that comes out, and it's like he has like a like a little body and stuff. I don't think I've seen that one. I'm. I feel like there's another one too. I'm like there might be one like a Metal Ocalypse song. There's a lot of teratomas on Adult Swim. Um, you said this. He said Terry is just Jason, like Terry the teratoma. Yes. What was the voice he was doing? Yeah, I think he was that, but I think he's like. He added a bit more of a lisp and also somehow made him more, like, made him easier to understand in a way. Like, he's a bit more direct, whereas yeah. Jason is very, like, wisp. He's mumbly. Yeah, he, he mumbly. He talks like a kid. Like, yeah, Jason, Jason talks, talks like, like a kid. kid. Um, I love when, like, uh, he just drops Terry into the fucking deep fryer and then Lucy feeds him to Jesus, which is insane. Um, they also have a human sacrifice episode where they have, like, all the elite at Bohemian Grove... Um, I love the backgrounds on that too. It looks awesome, but um, I love the Bohemian Grove thing because so much there's. As long as Adult Swim has existed, there have been people on the internet claiming they're satanic, and they lean into it so hard. That's funny. Like they have, because like a huge thing. The reason why this podcast is called Owls Only is because they have a huge owl motif with like all their stuff, and um. On, like, the parking garage of William Street, they have, like, a giant gold owl statue. And people for years... Because they, they put it on, like, their sign-offs and stuff. People for years will, like, talk about how, um, how like, the owl is, like, you know, they're satanic, that kind of shit. Americans I love it. Americans are so fucking weird, man. Americans are so fucking <laughs> so stupid. They're so fucking weird. Um, so many of this is just me saying another Adult Swim blank, but there's another Adult Swim eyes wide shut. Um, which is another thing where... Um, like, it's just, if, if you've ever seen something in a TV show where there's just, like, a sex orgy where they're all wearing masks, that's in an Eyes Wide Shut. They do that in Moral Oral. They do it in one of the last episodes of the Venture Brothers. They do it here. I'm sure they do it in, like, American Dad or something. Um, let's see. What else we got here? Oh, yeah. I love the episode with the um, the pedophile priests getting killed by the vampire altar boys. Yeah, it was good. They also make a shit ton of jokes about how they're, like... We thought it was just one or two churches. Yeah. <laughs> you also noticed this in this episode that I never noticed is like there's a there's like a store and it says um grow f yourself. Yeah, it says grow fuck yourself, but the trees covering everything from the first f yeah. to yourself. 
That's the um. That's like exactly the same thing as one of those Bob's Burgers gags. Well, you, yeah, I didn't know what you meant at first, but you mean in the intro when they do like the store. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's the the one they change every episode, like the couch gag. But yeah. um, yeah, like the Catholic Church covering up like all like the altar boy scandals, which is funny. Um, episode nine is the one with the dream machine. That one's actually kind of fucking scary. Like they that one, yeah, that one's freaky. Like with that's the one with like the worms underneath. It's like one of the more creative episodes too. Yes, it's the one with the worms underneath his skin, and also they like bury Jesus alive and stuff like that. I'm extremely claustrophobic, so I did not like that. <laughs> I fucking because like he doesn't. I love that scene so much because like Jesus doesn't know what's going on, and so he's just like, and he's like, I have like a trick to get out of this, right? And Satan, like, Satan's been, like, pretending to be his assistant. He turns normal and goes, I sure hope you do, and, like, shuts the thing on. It was so fucking funny. I remember that scene from when we watched it the first time. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I couldn't – the girls' episode is also really good. Like, the girls' school episode is really good. Yeah. For a while, I was confused about whether or not the coach was actually supposed to be Satan or not, if she was just, like, seeing him in her flashbacks as Satan – but when he, like, convinces her to, like, kill all of them, like, okay, that's probably, like, the actual Satan then. Um, they also use these, they also use a fucking slide phone in, in there, which is funny. I had a slide phone. I did not. My mom had a, my mom had a slide phone. I had a flip phone and then an iPhone. I went straight from flip to iPhone. I never had the slide I phone. I never had a flip phone. I always, I only ever had a slide phone. Yeah. Well, I mean, I had a slide phone then an iPhone. Yeah. Um... Because we're young. Yes. Um, <laughs> so this, then the series finale is the episode with the monster, which is great episode. Um, they actually reference it at the very beginning of the, yeah, of the show. I noticed that too. We're like the, um, like I noticed that the first time we're like, they're this time they're foreshadowing him being a monster when he just like goes fucking crazy in like the pilot when he, I asked Bryce, I said, did they, did, do you think Lauren intended for this to be a multi-season show? Cause I, I was like, cause like, I remember the show wrapping up pretty nicely. Yeah. And I think they probably didn't. Because I don't, they referenced the monster at the beginning and then at the end. I don't know. I think that a lot of Adult Swim shows, like a lot, so this is one of the very few Adult Swim shows that only got one season. There are not many shows like that that only get one season. They usually get at least two, I think. And so I, I think that this was very interesting because it really only got one. And I wonder if it, because this also is, it's kind, it's very dry and a lot of it is very horror focused. And while it's funny, but like, it's not like Aqua Teen, like funny. It's so not I, constant jokes. Yeah. So I wonder if like Lazo just wasn't feeling it this time. It almost felt like Frankenhole at, at times. It's probably because of the animation style. A little bit. Frankenhole, yeah, a little, Frankenhole does kind of remind me that a little bit. Frankenhole is more like... And there's, I feel like there's a bit more going on in Frankenhole, whereas Lucy will have, like, long scenes of just, like, distorted, like, audio and stuff like that. Yeah. This is, like, this is, like, made to give, like, little kids nightmares and stuff who, like, stay up watching Cartoon Network too late, that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's a good show. I, I, I really enjoy this one. I, um, also, we also find out in the last episode, it's set in San Francisco, which is interesting because they were gonna set Bob's Burgers in San Francisco, which is why, like, it Where'd looks like that. It? It's in Jersey. Okay. Um, and then the last joke is Lucy pretending that she's pregnant, which I think is such a funny fucking joke. Cause like the entire last scene of the show is like a minute long, like, like no visuals, just the credits and like her and Satan are just screaming it's at like each a other. It's a very about realistic it. father daughter argument. Yeah. Like about like a joke. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so 
it's pretty much we've kind of talked the shit out of this show. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, it's not like it's not like the longest show, but it's really good. Yeah, I want to go over like two more small hey, things. Um, this is unrelated to Lucy. I got something very interesting today, part of the merch corner thing. It I got um one of the gifts they gave out to adults and employees at Lazarus retirement party in 2019. Jesus Christ, so dude. <laughs> it is a retro band is like a action figure company that makes like super like like rare action figures only released like a hundred of and um it's a space ghost one where it's like space ghost but he's like clear and he's sitting at his desk and next to him is like the little model of his tv but on the tv is like the famous like portrait of lazo and on the back is like the space ghost like um off air sign and the bottom says does there anything is there anything you want to ask about me anything at all and it was supposed to, it's like given it was given out to people at like um Lazo's like retirement party and I think they also had it at like they had the extras at like Comic Con or Adult Swim Festival one time or something. But I've always wanted it for a super long time. I got it for a very good price. I'm very happy about it. But um so I got that and then also um what's going on tonight is apparently a three hundred and fiftieth episode of American Dad. So they do it anything? They're doing I don't think I think the episode is gonna be normal, but they're doing like a thing where they're um they're raising like donations to don- to donate to the Trevor Fund, which is really cool. Oh, cool! And like, cause like, um, they're doing the doing the What's tag. The Trevor Fund is that the AIDS thing? No, it's the LGBT um youth thing. I think. Oh, cool! And it's under good, good. And they call it they they're doing a hashtag called like American Drag or something, cause like they have Roger in like drag as like their profile picture right now and stuff like That's that. That's cool. Yeah, so I'm very excited. I'm very excited for um, fucking American Dad tonight. Um, and. Yeah, we'll be back. All these, I'll be back next week. You're not, you're not gonna be in the Bob's Burgers one, but I'll be back next I'll be, week. I'll be here for the movie. Yeah, you'll be here for the movie. I'll, pro, me and probably Hunter will be here next week to talk about um, season one of Bob's Burgers. Get into like the cannibal stuff. Get into like H. John Benjamin. Get into like Brendan Small coming back to do more Lauren stuff and that kind of stuff. So since, since I won't be on the Bob's episode, the only thing I would really even have to add to it is the haunted house episode. Great episode fucking love that episode i don't watch a whole the reason i'm not on the episode because i don't watch a whole lot of bob's burgers uh-huh. but i love that episode great episode that's a great episode um all it's right so fun so you can follow us on twitter at at owls only pod you can follow us um on instagram at adult underscore swim underscore merch underscore archive if you want to see the picture of that lazo space coast figure it's going to be up there by the time this is out oh that that's just you i don't want to take credit for that one. well you know what i mean but like <laughs> by us i mean the podcast which yeah. is like me and everyone i do it with but um so yeah all right we'll see you guys next time see ya thanks for watching